Hallelujah. We believe in Jesus, the Son of God. Amen. Amen. And in John 14, 13, John 14, 13, this Jesus that we believe in him tells us that whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Amen. Amen. So just in a few minutes, we're going to pray and we're going to speak into the week and the rest of the month and say, Lord God Almighty, you are the way maker, make a way for me. Amen. The Bible says that Paul said, I wanted to come to you, but Satan hindered me. We want to come against any Satan, anything that is an impediment that would want to hinder you, that the hindrance shall be taken away. Yes. That the Lord God Almighty will make a way for you, yes. will turn your story around. Amen. That as this fourth, third, uh, first quarter is coming to an end, uh, the Lord will put his hand into your hand, lead you every step the way, Amen. put laughter in your mouth, Amen. and whatever must come to you, must come to you. Amen. But whatever the enemy took away, and the conquerment and the caterpillar destroyed, the Lord, the restorer, shall restore what is yours in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord. And that according to Job chapter 20 verse 15 and 18, that whatever the enemy tried to eat, he shall not swallow it down, Amen. but he shall vomit it up again in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, your business will come up again. Amen. Your joy will come up again. Amen. Your favor will come up again Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me lift your right hand and say, Father, Father in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus your word says that I shall decree a thing, I shall decree a and thing. it shall be established, be established unto me. He said, when I call on you, I call on you, you will hear me, hear me and answer me, ask me and show to me great and mighty things. And mighty I things. make a declaration. Make a declaration. May you show to me show to great me. and mighty things and mighty in things. the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Now whatever, whatever constitutes an enemy, constitutes an, an enemy. opposition Position. to my life, life. in the Satan hindering my progress, my progress. Today, today I come against you come against in you. the name of the Lord of, the Lord of hosts, in the artillery, in the machinery, in the weapon, the, weapon. the enemy has fashioned against me, in the name of Jesus, let it crash into pieces and melt away like water, in the name of Jesus, and whatever the enemy took away, and the conqueror of I make a demand, a restoration in my life, the restoration of Provision, provision, protection, protection preservation, preservation, promotion, promotion. Whatever, is good, whatever is good, that is mine, is mine. Lord, Lord, let it locate, let it locate my, address. my address in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and talk to God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, what is good, let it locate our lives. Oh, let it locate us in the precious name of Jesus. Madore Adabrahadaga in the name of Jesus. We pray open heavens. Pray that your heavens will be open. Pray that the grace of God will come upon you. Pray the glory of the Lord. Say, Lord, let your kingdom come. 
Let your will be manifested in my life. I need you and I want you. Oh Lord, make a way. In the hindrance. In the hindrance. In the satanic objection. In the limitation. To my progress. I come against you. In the name of Jesus. Let God. Let my God. Arise. And every enemy. Be scattered. In the name of Jesus. I come against every spirit. Of divination. Enchantment. Spells, traps, bolts of darkness. Say, I come out from every prison condition. I come out from every limitation. And I command my Jericho wall to fall flat before me. And I call for my helpers to come and locate my rest. Every helper, wherever they are, Lord, let them come in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The living God, one minute, lift your voice. Mahata, Labahata, Whatsoever you desire, and I believe that everybody has a desire. Yes. And I want you to bring this is the third month. So three major desires in your life. Yes. You want to call them forth. Yes, Lord. After here, write them down Amen. and press it on. Yes. And you will see that you will have them. Amen. The Bible says, when you pray and you believe. That you receive them, you shall have them. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I don't know the three things, but you know them. Yes. Say, Father. Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. These three things. These three things. That I need. That I need. In my life. In my life. Let there be. Let there be. A manifestation. A manifestation. Let the doors. Let the doors. To my next level. To my next level. Be open. Be open. Wipe away my tears. Wipe away my tears. Put laughter in my mouth. And a new song. And a new song. Upon my tongue. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Come to the Lord. 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 
precious name. Everybody say a big amen. amen. Can you take your Bible and say, this is my Bible. It is the word of the Lord. I am what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I'm about to receive the rich unfailing and grafted word of God, which is able to save my soul and give my inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same, never, never the same. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Kindly take your seat in his presence. Glory to God. We've been, the past week, we've been talking. This is a third uh, series that we're doing on serving the Lord. And we're talking particularly about the correct attitude for kingdom service. Amen. We started by saying that. God has saved us to serve. All about life is service. So I'm going to say service. Yeah. If you, are, you, are, you, you get a job, we go to school, we try to get good jobs, it's service. It is actually service that brings about a blessing into your life. The Bible says that you shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless your bread and your water. Amen. Exodus chapter 23 verse 25 and 26. It means that without service... There's no blessing. And we must understand that we are saved to serve. Tell somebody, saved to serve. In Exodus 8.1, which was our introductory scripture, we found that the Lord told Moses that, go and tell Pharaoh that, let my people go that they may serve me. So the reason for the deliverance of people from, Israel, from Egypt was to serve the Lord. They were delivered in order to serve the Lord. And we have also been saved primarily to serve. So it means that if you, uh, you get born again, you get saved, and you give your life to Jesus, and you are not serving, then you are out of place, you are out of schedule, you are out of the purpose why the Lord saved you. Now, when we are saved to serve, there are three main areas that we are to serve in. That we are involved in spiritual stewardship. And still, that, that consists of soul winning, discipleship, of new converts, praying for the church, and getting involved with various church spiritual activities. The second one is a physical or professional stewardship. That is using your strength, your intellect, your time, your talents, your giftings to serve God. So let's say you are, you are a musician, you are an instrumentalist, you are singing, you are... Uh, you are doing photography, videography. All these people are using their talent. So they are in the category of the fiscal or professional stewardship. And then the third one is a kingdom promotion and financial stewardship. They, are, they do things in order to promote the kingdom. 
And this has to do with giving of money and resources in the form of tithes and offerings and various kinds of giving. Amen? And all of us must be involved this, in these three areas. Spiritual stewardship, that means that we must serve the Lord by winning souls and getting them established, following up on them and bringing them into the house of the Lord. And it, is, it must become our responsibility to ensure that the church of God grows. If you are part of an institution, you must make sure that the institution is growing. Amen. It's a shame that you are part of an institution and the institution rather got diminished. And then you run into another institution. Your CV is bad. You must have a CV which is so good that it says, I was part of this team. I was part of this winning team. I was here and I played this role. Then it means that you are a credible person. Can I have an amen? Everywhere you go, the place must become better. So the first question is that, am I playing a certain role to make where I am better or not? The second one has to do with fiscal or, or pro, uh, professional stewardship. Everybody has been given talents, some giftings of a sort. Are you using your talent? Someone says, I don't have anything. You know you have something. At least you got a smile. Amen. And just learn to smile and smile. Your smile will do something. You know, I, 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 I've, I've told you over and over again that I got attracted to Christianity not by a great preacher's preaching, but by the smile of a young man. Yeah, teenager. We're teenagers. Not even the smile of a lady, a smile of a guy. And his smile was so nice that we became friends. And he told me, let's pray about the Holy Spirit. That was the beginning of my seriousness in the Christian faith. Isn't it amazing? Number three, kingdom promotion and financial stewardship. Whatever resources God gives to you, he gives to you so that you become a blessing. You are blessed to bless. Tell somebody, blessed to bless. Yeah. You see, when something comes into your hands and you hold it tightly, nothing else comes into your hands. And most people don't know how to give. And because they don't know how to give, that's the reason why they, don't, they can't also receive beyond I mean, a certain threshold. And so it's very important that we must understand that we are partners together with God. But we say that we are co-laborers with God. And I mean, it's such a blessing that God has called you to become part of his team. Oh, it's such a blessing. I say it's such a blessing. Okay, now that we understand that we've been called to serve the Lord, what must become our attitude? How should we serve him? And the first thing we said, so that's how we came to the keys of the keys of acceptable service. And we read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It says that, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable word, service. Amen. So your service unto God is a reasonable one. God is not demanding unreasonable things from you. Amen. Okay, now the first attitude of, to serve the Lord is the heart of a servant, to have the heart of a servant. Always see yourself as a servant. Now, a servant always waits for instructions. 
And as a servant, whatever you are doing, do it from your hearts. And we read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 5 to 8, and we said that whatever you are doing, it's unto the Lord. And from the Lord, the Lord reward you. So never ever think that any time you are doing anything in the house of God, you are doing it for man. In 1 Chronicles 29, 1-3, I mean, David said the palace is for the Lord. That's what the palace is for the Lord. Yes. So you must understand that anything that you are doing, you are doing for God. You are either doing for God or against God. <laughs> yeah. Paul was persecuting the Christians. And then he had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus said, why are you persecuting me? So you see, there are things that you think that, oh, I'm doing against an institution, I'm doing against a certain man, I'm doing, no, 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 it is the Lord you are doing it. Either you are doing it for the Lord or against the Lord. Can I have an amen? Number two, we said you must have, serve the Lord with joy. Amen? Second Corinthians 9, 7. Bible said the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Every service Render in the house of God loses its reward if it is not done with a cheerful heart. So your reward, you lose your reward for your service if you don't do it cheerfully. And rather you do it memoring. You do it, say, mm, they like worrying us too much. They say we should come at this time. No, 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 no. You have lost your reward. Even though you did it, you have lost your reward. And don't do your service in order to be seen of men. No eye service. Amen. If you do eye service, men have paid you. But when you do it, ask unto the Lord, God will pay you. And when God is paying you, he will pay you big time. May the Lord pay you big time. May the Lord bless you big time. In Psalm 100 verse 2, it says, Serve the Lord with what? Gladness and come before his presence with singing. So when you are serving the Lord, serve him with excitement. Serve him with whistling. You know, the way the masons and go, when you go to the you know, construction homes, places, you see the way they'll be playing music and they'll be singing and they'll be, they, they do it in order to, you know, just uh, stir themselves up and serve the Lord with singing. Be excited. The, the psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. To do what? To serve. Amen. So serve the Lord. With gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Amen. And I gave you this important scripture in Isaiah 12 verse 3. Isaiah 12 verse 3. He says that, Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. So it is with joy that we draw water out of the wells of salvation. With joy do you draw water out of the wells of your deliverance out of the wells of your marriage. That means that any good thing that you're going to get from the Lord, it is with joy that you draw it. So joy is the bucket that you use to draw water. Without joy, you cannot draw water out of a well. Without the bucket, you cannot draw the water. So there's some, there are blessings in the well. Wells of salvation. But you can't get those blessings if you do not have joy. It takes joy. Mean share. There must be a mean sharing spirit. An energetic spirit. Amen. Yes, you must do it with joy. Serve the Lord. You see, there's this footballer called Ronaldinho. 
and you see the guy be playing and be smiling. I like it. I, I like smiling people. A smile is attractive. Joy, you can see the guy is and just enjoy himself and making money. So why do you want to serve? Wherever you are, no matter how difficult the job is, when you are serving, serve with joy. Sometimes you go to certain shops and offices and go, and then your people's, their faces of the people look like they, are, they have been baptized with lemon juice. They look too serious. Too serious. They say, I've got problems. I've got whatever. Who hasn't got something to think about and to deal with? But learn to be a nice human being. And be nice to people. Don't be caustic. Can I have an amen? Number three, faithfulness. God requires faithfulness. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 1 and 2. So let a man so account of us as ministers of Christ. And moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found what? Faithful. Faithful means that you are always what? Available. Reliable. Dependable. So when we need you to do something, are you available? There are people that when it gets to the brass tacks, at the time they are needed, they have run away. Yes. When it's time to get something done, they run away. We, we want our church to grow. We say, Jesus said, go into all the world. You go and bring a bus. Let's sit on the bus and go for evangelism. Now people don't want to step out. Same people who say, we, we want our church to grow. Let's do what will take the church to grow. You say we won't step out. For the first time, people are not in a hurry to get out of the church room. What a shock. So you see, we are, we are all enemies. And we, are, we have become even enemies of the cross. And enemies of Christ. And anything that you don't, when you are, anything that is being done, and we don't tag anything that relates to our personal gain, we are not excited about it. Even when it comes to prayer, Let's pray for the work of God. Let's pray for this and that. You see people's attitudes. But let's pray to bind the demons from our hometown. Let's pray. Any hindrance pray. Whatever it is, you can see the aggressiveness. It means that we are serving our own stomachs. We are serving ourselves. May the Lord help us. It is required that stewards be found up faithful. Faithful means are always available. How can you be a husband for, for, one, uh, for six months? How many women want to be married? Say, I will marry you. I will marry you for three months. I'll be available. No, 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 no. You say for life. Else, forget it. And God wants you to be available, reliable, dependable, constant, consistent. It means that you don't change. Amen. As you are serving the Lord and God begins to bless you and, you know, and you, uh, things are getting better. You don't throw God away. Now, one of the key things you must understand is that God is a jealous God. And he doesn't, want to have, he doesn't want to share his glory with anybody and compete with anybody. In fact, nothing can actually compete with him. And if you, whatever you have, if you want to have it safe, don't put it first before God. Nothing else to add. Plain statements. Always put God first. Before yourself, your husband, your wife, your children, your business, God must be first. In the beginning, God. Not in the beginning, your wife or your fiancé or your children. Until you are faithful, you cannot be fruitful. 
You must be faithful. Amen. Faithfulness is what leads to fruitfulness. May you receive the grace to be faithful in your service. Amen. And remember that loyalty today doesn't mean loyalty tomorrow. You must discipline yourself that I'm going to be loyal. I'm going to be dedicated. Hallelujah. Listen, when you marry somebody, eh, you will see that over a period the person will be changing. Yes. The men get the three Bs. Balding, bifocal, and bulging of the stomach. You see one pack. You used to have six packs. It's changing. The women also begin to have receding hair. I changed. Thank God for the weeks. And all the, the, all the pancakes and things, all the makeups and foundations and all those. Hallelujah. And the fact that you married a beautiful lady doesn't mean that you not meet somebody else who is more beautiful than who you married. But in your mind and your heart, you must know that God has given me the best. Yeah. And you must accept what you have. Yes, you must accept what you have. And don't become fool that you see somebody who looks more striking. And so that person may be a better person than your husband or your wife. No. All that glitters is no gold. So wherever God has placed you, be faithful there. Amen. Sometimes you can even decide to leave an institution going to look for greener pastures, more money. But you are going to kill yourself very early. Because the stress level there, you can't handle it. Amen. Never take a move until you have an approval from God. No matter what. Always God must approve of your son. Amen. Bible says he leadeth me. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. <laughs> the next one, number four. Time consciousness. Someone say time consciousness. You can't serve when you want to. You serve when you are needed. You don't go to work when you want to. You go to work because you are needed at a certain time. And remember that you don't have forever to do whatever you've been asked to do. Hello? Women have a certain time period for them to be productive. They don't have forever. In fact, every human being, you don't have forever to be at your optimal gain. There's a certain time that you can do so much. And other times, you may not be able to do that much. So, in the season of much, do much for the Lord. Amen? And then when it comes to God, make sure that you are time conscious. If you have an appointment with an important person, you, are, you must be there before the, the person gets there. It is a sign of disrespect that somebody gives you time and you are late. And especially if you are consistently late, it shows that you don't respect the person. Yeah. You see, there, there, are, there, there are things that when we do, they have their own interpretations. Maybe I didn't want to come, but I just have to appear. So let me just appear. I don't know about now what the lecturers do, but in, in our time, if you are late for lectures, you, you, and the lecturer is there, you don't, you don't step in. You're out. What are you going to do? What do you do? 
school there? Why should the lecturer get in there before you get in there? You have an appointment with the greatest personality of the earth, the most high God. And then you, you decide to be there when you want to be there. That's not how to serve God. When the group says we are meeting at this time, say, I'll come in when I want to come in. I know that once, once in a while, something may come up. It's understandable. But make sure that you are up early. Amen. If you are coming to this 7 o'clock service and you get up probably about 5.30, you are already getting late. Because by the time you say you are taking a bath, do put one, two, one, two, you think that the, the skies are still dark before you realize it's already 6.30 towards 7 o'clock and then you are now rushing, you are late. And for every appointment that you have, it is better to get there early, at least 15 minutes before time, so that, you know, you, you, you settle down and you think straight and go, and especially if you are coming for a, a, a spiritual meeting, to be able to also pray and connect the Spirit of God. Can I have an amen? And we read from 1 Chronicles 12, 32 that the sons of Issachar knew, you know, they had understanding of the times and to know what Israel ought to do. If you, don't, if you are not time conscious, you don't know what to do. Number five, kingdom-mindedness. That means I become addicted to the kingdom. Amen? To be addicted to something means you can't do without it. May you not be able to do without the kingdom. Amen? Yeah. You see, those who, take, who are addicted to cocaine, they cannot live and sleep a day without taking a sniff. Yeah. And you must also become so kingdom addicted. Jeremiah 51, 50. He said, ye that have escaped the sword, go away. Stand not still. Remember the Lord afar off. And let Jerusalem come into your mind. Jerusalem is talking about what? The house of God. So let the house of God come into your mind. Some of you, after Sunday, church is gone out of your mind. God is gone out of your mind. You begin to make up your mind. It is only Saturday evening. That's the reason why you don't even come to church early. Because you don't start preparing for church early. You don't start preparing for church early. So you are not kingdom minded. Between Monday to Friday, Saturday, Saturday night. Many of us have thrown Christianity away. Kingdom work away. That's why every midweek service we don't come. Prayer meeting we don't come. Because it's not important to us. In Psalm 122, verse 6 to 7, he said, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. That means that those who love the house of God, they shall prosper. Peace within, within your walls and prosperity within your palaces. So let the progress of God's word work fill your hearts. Pray for the progress and growth of your church. Do not become a critic but a contributor. Every time you sleep, ask yourself, you see, if you have a business or something you think well about, every time you ask him, what can I do to make this business work better? If you have somebody you love, what can I do, give to this person for him or her to look sharper and nicer? So if you have a church that you love and you really love God, you have to always ask yourself, what, can, what contribution can I make? Yes. Amen. One of us, you see, the carpet we sit on, one of my sons bought it. Yes. One of my sons bought it. 
I was just there. He's been thinking about me and how he can support my ministry and things. And he came to me. And then he arranged. He said, I will buy a carpet for you. Because the old carpet was bad. He said, this is not the carpet that my, my daddy should be doing church and his people. Are, no, 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 no. So as you come, look around. What can I do? Can I buy some ministerial chairs? Can I buy this? Can I buy the, Can I buy an equipment? Amen. Yeah, I think about the kingdom. When I travel, the first thing is what can I buy for the church? Yeah. I remember our first. I bought a mix-up of twenty-four channel. Went to America to my in-laws. And we'll go to the shopping center. They were expecting us to buy things for our children. I wasn't buying anything. And they, you know, they're wondering, why are you not buying things for your children? And when I got money, I said, show me the music shop you have. And we got the music shop. And I bought this 24 channel mixer board. And I carried it on my head. Carried it. And the Americans were looking at me. I carried it on my head like that. And I put it in the car. Later, I asked for bubble wrap. Then I removed the thing and got one of my, you are entitled to uh, two suitcases. I took one and put the thing, bubble wrap, uh, the, the stuff, and put it in and brought it. And I bought a camera, a video camera. NASA's passing through Milan. And the, 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 the customs people and code, they couldn't recognize what it was. What they thought probably it was drugs. So they called, blah, 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 blah. There's this Italian knives for the first time. Small man like me, surrounded by guns. Yes, guns, pistols, people with knives and things like that all over. They thought that they've got an, a, a black African guy who probably was dealing with some contraband something. Now, me too, I was taking my time. He said, open the thing. I was taking my time and open it, open it, open it. Open it. Then they later saw that the thing was a camera. So go, 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 go. Yeah. The embarrassment they put you through. But the thing is that kingdom-mindedness. And I know those times that people will be laughing at our children. And you are not wearing this. They are not this. They are not that. Don't them. The money that we get, we try to put it into the kingdom. <laughs> Buy equipments. Yes. I can point out this keyboard. Every, every keyboard we are using, I bought them myself with my personal money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying it for you even to clap for me. I only want you to know that, you see, you serve God. I've told you, I've shown you three areas to serve God. Eh? Kingdom promotion, financial kingdom promotion. You buying things for your church. What can I do? How many windows? Can't I buy some? A window or two? When you are doing it, it doesn't mean you have so much money, but because you love God. For God so loved the world that he gave. If you're a lover, Love always makes you give. <laughs> I, 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 you can tell how much somebody loves you by the way he gives to you. Not necessarily by the quantum, but by how the person gives to you. Amen? Okay. Are you, are you here with me? The next one. So, uh, we are talking about kingdom-mindedness. Is that not it? Yeah. Psalm 122 verse 12. He says, I was glad when they said unto me, what? Let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet, watch this scripture, watch it very well. Our what? feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. 
What is he saying? It means that you shouldn't just step in church and step out. Our feet shall step. Our feet shall stand within your gates. It means spend a lot of hours after church to serve and care for the church. Amen. Don't just come. Most of you, you come for first service so that you can just run away. Your first service is coming to listen to the word of God. But thereafter, there must be time. Today, Sunday is a day for the Lord. It's a Sabbath. From Monday to Saturday, you've been serving Pharaoh. The Sunday that belongs to God. When you go to Israel, Friday evening, in fact, from late Friday afternoon, you realize the activity is coming down. By Friday evening, all through Saturday, nothing really happens. Public transport, nothing. Everything is gone off. It's a Sabbath. And you, we must be able to have, observe our Sabbath and say that, let, uh, let me give my time unto the Lord. Hallelujah. But once you come to church, you are looking at the time. Meanwhile, when you go for a thousand laughs, eh? a night of what? A thousand life by basket mouth, you don't look at your time. And basket time is looking at his time even to crack the jokes and collect his money. Jokes that you don't get anything out of. <laughs> you only go and laugh. <laughs> I know laughter is good though. I know laughter is good. But it's important that we dedicate our time on serving the house of God. Okay? Psalm 84 verse 10. A day in thy court is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tent of what? Wickedness. Better to come to church than to go to the discos. Than to go and chill. So I want to chill. You guys, you are not giving us time to have social life. If you're a Christian, what social life do you want? Than to be among the people of God. Why? Do you want to go and join demons? And go and listen to some kind of funny music? And do you know the, how, the, you know, the origin of these kinds of musics and the people who play them and the spirit that they contact? Yes. And number of these musicians will go and call forth on some spirits and all those kind of things. And then you are playing them and it enters into you. All of a sudden you find out that you are certain kinds of wrong desires. Yes. Wrong desires. Everything that you listen to has an influence on your life. So be careful what you listen to. Every kind of music, every kind of thing can have an amen. David was a kingdom addict throughout his life. No wonder he was never defeated in any battle. So when you seek the good of God's house, he will seek your welfare. That's why Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things shall be added unto you. The next thing is self, selflessness. Number six, selflessness. To serve God acceptably demands selflessness. Someone says selflessness. Selfish people never serve God with their time, talent, or money. They love themselves so much that they cannot avail themselves. Yeah. When they have to wake up early, say, oh, mami, chimu, kakra. let me sleep a little. I didn't sleep early. I didn't do whatever. What a shock. Yeah. Number seven, diligence. Diligence is talking about careful and persistent work or effort. Hmm? Proverbs 12, 24. And Proverbs 10, 4. Proverbs 
12, 24. Put it there. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. May you bear rule. And to be diligent means careful and persistent work. Hard work. Hallelujah. Serving God does not mean that you serve him, you know, during your, just your free time or whatever. Serve him not with your leftovers. <laughs> and whatever he's committed your hand, do it with the best of your ability. Proverbs 22, 29. See as thou a man in his business, he shall, diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. So be diligent. That's what it be diligent. Yeah. Be diligent. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. Then, there must also be obedience. Obedience. Bible says obey. Hmm? Obedience is better than sacrifice. You shouldn't be cajoled to do things. You must have, do things with a willing heart. 2 Corinthians 8.12. 2 Corinthians 8.12. 2 Corinthians 8.12. Sorry, obedience is Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27. Uh, obedience. Ezekiel. I'm sorry, go back to Ezekiel before we come to that. This is another point. Ezekiel 36. Ezekiel 36. 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And 27. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you. We see, when I put my spirit within you, I will cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. So your ability to do the work of God is because of the fact that the spirit of God is influencing you. So the more you have the Spirit of God influencing you, the more obedient you become. You see, stubborn people are influenced by the devil. Yes, stubbornness. Eh? Stubbornness is demonic. Yeah. Once you see someone who is stubborn, it's demonic. When you are submissive, see, the more the Spirit of God influences you, the more easily you obey God. And the more you move away from the Spirit of God, the more you want to resist obedience. When the Spirit of God is influencing you, you pay your tithes with ease. You give your offerings with ease. You receive instructions with ease. Are you getting me? Yeah, this is what the scripture is saying. So, to be able to so pray for the influence of the Holy Spirit over your life. Pray the Holy Spirit, influence me. Influence me. Because without the influence of the Holy Spirit, look, you will not do things right. Amen. You know, sometimes, even at your office, maybe your boss is much younger than you. Then why is that? Use this small boy. You whatever. Yeah. But the thing is not about, it's not about age. It's about grace. Amen. And if God has given somebody a grace, respect the grace. Yeah. It's a choice of God. It's a choice of God. Amen. 
There are some of my classmates that God has raised them so high. And, and we talk to them, we call them honorable. We call them, the, we, 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 we address them respectfully. You don't say that we're all classmates, we're all there, we're all shouting, we're all eating gari and beans. We're, no, 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 no. We're all eating gari and beans, but when you step out, you see that where you'll be made to sit is different. So take it that he wasn't your classmate and honor him. That's all. And you'll be free. And you know the reason why most, most of us Africans, and especially Ghanaians, we are not we are not well honored because we don't know how to honor. Ghanaians don't know how to honor at all. We are very proud people. We don't respect. We act like we respect. We are, we are lying. We are very pretentious. It's true. When Madame is around, hello, Madame, Madame, when she says, she do Then they are calling Madame, Ajwaya and Eban. They are giving her Ajwaya. The respect is a pump, full respect. And anybody who is a leader, you must be smart to know that. The way people try to act in front of you is not real. Oh, it's only when you were born only yesterday. <laughs> Hallelujah. So in order to do things right, to serve God right, may you have the Spirit of God. Pray for the Holy Spirit because it is actually not natural to be able to do things right. It's the Holy Spirit who helps you. Number eight, willingness. 2 Corinthians 8, 12. You must. First, if there be a willing mind, be willing. Tell somebody, be willing. Mm. Be willing. You shouldn't be. See, if there's a wife who has to be cajoled to, you know, uh, are being forced to cook for the husband, do this. Oh, what kind of wife is this? Yeah. If you are, he said, for if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man has, and not according to that he has not. So your first service must be willing. Whatever you give to God, you must be willing. Amen. Your money must be willing. Your time must be willing. Your talent must be willing. Exodus 35 verse 5. Take ye from among you an offering unto the Lord. Exodus 35 verse 5. Read with me. Take ye from among you and what? Offering unto the Lord. Whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it. An offering of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. That's why I told you. If you don't want to give, don't give. Don't complain. When they ask, let's do this. Don't say, and they, ask, they try to ask too much and all those. Please just keep quiet. Nobody has put his hand in your pocket. Give. Do or from a willing heart. Willing heart. Somebody say willing heart. Exodus 35 verse 10. Every wise hearted among you shall come and make all that the Lord has commanded. It is wisdom to serve God willingly. Because when you willingly touch his heart, he will willingly showcase you as his precious jewel. Write it. If you willingly touch his heart, he will willingly showcase you as his precious jewel. You see, when you serve, eh, you become a precious jewel. And I'll show you a scripture to indicate that. Malachi 3.17. 
going to show you that those who serve in the church are God's jewels. Do we have some God's jewels here? I said, do we have God's jewels here? He says, and they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. In that day, when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serves him. So, when you serve God, eh, you become a precious jewel, such that you shall be spared. Yes. God spares you. There are certain calamities. Auntie Maggie, are you here with me? Yeah. God will spare you from some calamity. He will spare you from shame. He will spare you from the program of the enemy because you are his jewel. Why was Peter spared when he was put in prison? Because he was a precious jewel. Why should God save you? Why should God give you ABCD? Why should be their justification that God should do something for you? Because you are precious jewel. Pressure jewel. Just want to be a pressure jewel. Amen. Is somebody here with me? Be a pressure jewel. Remember, I told you Isaiah 54 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up in judgment, God's Lord, you shall what? Condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of God. So divine protection even comes to those who serve him. Yes. Divine protection. May you be divinely protected. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, may you be divinely protected as you are serving the Lord. Amen. And because you have God's precious jewel, you will be accorded, I mean, special privileges. Amen. Yeah. I go to places and I'm accorded special. I say, wow, me. You get to airport and they have met you with bouquet. Yes, nicely dressed. Not in Ghana, outside the country. And they give you some kind of treatment. You can see that this one, it is only God. Yeah. They put you in some kind of hotel. You, you, you see the bed. You don't even want to sleep on the bed. Because you crumple the... What a blessing. Number nine, holiness. Somebody say Holiness. Mm-hmm. Every service rendered in the house of God must be done in holiness. Why? It must be done in holiness and righteousness because what? But God says, I am holy, and be thou what? Holy. Holy means to you have been, you are sacred, you are set apart. Amen. So any work that is done with taints, you see, it's like you are serving food, but the food. The container is dirty. Would you want to eat from that container? No. Even though the food tastes good, you see some all kinds of things. And God doesn't want that. Most of the times, many gifted people tend to be immoral while serving in the house of God. And this is not what? Acceptable. I read Romans chapter 12 verse 1 that present yourselves, your bodies, what? A living sacrifice. Present your body. You must present your body. A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So decide to be holy. Bible says, without holiness, nobody can see God. And if you start misbehaving and you die, you go to hell. 
doesn't tolerate sin. Amen. And it's like these days, so long as you are rich, you have money, you, you dress well and go, then you, people will salute you. No, ma no matter the way that you, uh, the, the avenue by which you got the money. No, the means is important. Hallelujah. And know that there's a holy God watching you. Now, you must always take holiness this way. Like, you have worn your nice white dress, pretty great dress, and you go and sit on a bus, and here comes this fitting mechanic who is in his greasy dress and wants to come and sit by you. Would you want the guy to come and sit by you? Or somebody just came from the whatever, he smeared, they, they picked him out of the pit latrine. I mean, whatever. He came out and all oh, his body is smelling and things, and now he wants to come and sit by you. Even when you see them, you are going away. Yeah. So please, serve the Lord in holiness. You may be talented. You can be singing. You can be singing. You can be playing instrument. You can be whatever. But if you are living the wrong kind of lifestyle, your service is not acceptable unto God. Yeah. Your giving is not acceptable unto God. And you must change. Amen. If you have any bad habit, come to the Lord and say, Lord, you see, be real with him. And say, Lord, I love you, but I have this challenge. Help me. And probably if you tried and tried it, talk to somebody who is, uh, I mean, uh, somebody who can help you, maybe a pastor or a senior a Christian brother or sister who will be interested in your life to pray with you and to break that yoke from your life. There are many Christians who may be smoking and drinking. They are addicted to some things. Some, every weekend, they are going to places. You understand? Yes. And they want to live a certain kind of lifestyle. Sleep with women, sleep with men, all kinds of things. We must change. Eh? Second, uh, 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 Timothy 19 to 22 says that anyone serving the house of God must become a sanctified vessel. Hallelujah. Now look at Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 8. Anointing is impotent without the fear of God. Anointing is what? Impotent without the fear of God. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 8. Ecclesiastes 9 verse number 8. Let your garment always be white. And let thy head lack no ointment. Anointing is impotent without the fear of God. Eh? In that, when you read Isaiah 11, verse 2. And it talks about the seven spirits of God. Eh? Let the spirit of the Lord rest upon him. The spirit of what? Wisdom. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge. and of, The spirit of what? The fear of the Lord. Nyamisuro, God factor. You see, it is the fear of the Lord that will help you not to do some things. Yeah. When you fear God, you will not steal. When you fear God, you will not take somebody something. When you fear God, eh, when you come to church, you'll be very respectful. You'll do things right. When you fear God, there are things you will not do. There are many people who come to our churches today, they don't fear God. Oh, they don't fear God. They don't fear God. They can be in church and they do anything. They can't do anything. One day I was just passing in front of a certain church, and right in front of the church, a guy and a lady... They were doing things. I was going for prayer work. In front, front, in front of the church. I said, how can you do that? How can you do that? In front of a Catholic church. 
No fear for God. He said, because you don't fear God, that's why when your leader tells you something, mm -hmm. you don't fear God, so your mother tells you something, mm -hmm. your mother, your father, give them nicknames. Some of you are not looking at me. When they're preaching, when they see, see, when they're preaching, I will watch. So when they're preaching, I say, say, I will watch preaching, you know, preaching, you know. That's it. And I must say, I will also. It's healing us. Amen. You see, write this. It takes godliness. Write it. It takes godliness to receive, maintain. And increase the anointing on your life. It takes godliness to receive, maintain, and increase the anointing on your life. Your purity determines the potency of the anointing on your life. Your purity determines the potency of the anointing on your life. Some of you are not writing. I say write. You are doing some other things. Telling you some very important things. It takes godliness to maintain, to receive, maintain, and increase the anointing on your life. Your purity determines the potency of the anointing on your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, how potent anointing is, is your purity. You see, sometimes eh, you can be in church and you can be singing, show, show. You can be dancing. You can even be preaching. Show, show. Show, show. can be released. Yeah, yeah, hey, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. You show, show. If there is no holiness, without holiness, no, you can't see God. So how do you think that God is backing you? God is not backing you. I know some people will say that, yeah, they hear that some people, after they've gone to do some bad things, that is when the, 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 the anointing is coming. Which anointing? Don't become deceived. The Bible says that Samson, you see, Samson never, he had anointing of God upon him, but he never used anointing for the things of God. He only used anointing to fight for himself. He was a very selfish, one anointed selfish person was Samson. And some people, they get, the grace of God comes upon them, but they never use the grace of God for God. They always use the grace of God for themselves. Yes. And the day that he was shaved, Bible says he shook himself, but he wished not that the anointing had left him. The potency. You see, you can be there and you will do it. Oh, today it looks like it's still working. Sometimes you go and fornicate and you come. Shalabala, let me check whether I'm, I'm still speaking in tongues. Kalabalabayaba. Shalabalabalaba. Oh, the tongues you speak, but it doesn't contain anything. There's no oil in it. I said there's no oil in it. Yes. Yesterday, the choir says, uh, they're having rehearsal. And I stood there. I was out there. I was listening to them. When I said, this thing you are doing, there's no oil. Let there be some prayer. Oil. If an anointed person, you can smell oil. You know what anointing is. I said, this is not anointing. It is just ordinary singing. You are entertaining yourself. You are happy in yourself. Do something. Put oil in it. Do you know how to get oil? You must always press nuts to get the oil. If you don't undergo pressing, oil will not come out of you. And oil becomes a lubricant. Some of you don't like the pressing. You want easy things. Prophet, prophesy unto me. You don't want, don't you want oil yourself? Why won't you get a badulu mahakaya? 
De Badundo Shakada Bea, De Liba Hasta Kundia, De Bikaronda, Maroda Sanda, De Lema Dada, Lebando Dedia, Shabadoka, Dada Boda, Yabagaba. You are pressing yourself, you are pressing yourself for the oil to come. And when the oil comes, the Bible said, By the anointing, every yoke shall be destroyed. When the oil comes, it will destroy things, it will break yokes, it will open marital doors. It will open business doors. It will open favor doors. You are waiting for somebody to pray for you. Somebody say anointing. Pastor E.A. Adiboye of the redeemed Christian Church of God. He said, he's a very elderly man, 79 year old man, served God very well. He said, the extent, write it, the extent of your fear of God is the extent of hatred you have towards sin. Unquote. The extent of your fear of God is the extent of, you, of hatred you have towards sin. That means that the more you fear God, the more you hate sin. Yeah. So as important as anointing is, ungodliness destroys it. Everybody who is a servant in the house of God must guard against these three things. And I'm bringing my message to a conclusion. Number one, guard against immorality. The moment you become immoral, demons are, going, are coming to you. Anybody who sleeps around, you are filled with demons. You didn't say Amen. Yes. When you sleep around, when you sleep with anybody who is not your husband or your wife, eh, demons are, are entering into you. Because the Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him, and he that is joined to a harlot is one flesh with him. And it is the easiest way whereby you become demon-possessed and spirits will enter into you. No matter how much you feel for sex, and no matter how much people are forcing you, you know, being enticed, please don't. Brother, when somebody, go, a woman can, and these days, some of the ladies can be very aggressive. And they can be actually agents of the devil. Including some of the men as well. That your little anointed want to come and take it away. That one, you don't bind it, you run away. You don't say, oh, brother, stop it. Brother, stop it. You don't say, brother, stop it, run away. Bible says, flee fornication. Oh, I didn't have an amen. Why are you angry with the preaching I'm preaching? I'm talking about serving God. What's the point in trying to serve God? You are holding communion both. You are singing the house of God. And yet you are sleeping around. And God said, this is, I don't like this kind of thing. So I serve his way, a, a bomb. It's, it's, it's not acceptable. It's mixed with toilets. The service is mixed with toilets. Do you all like toilet scents? And the reason why there's not much power in the house of God today in our churches is because of the fact that the vessels are, are, are not working the holiness. It's true. So we need to be holy. Amen. Immorality will open you up to demons. And your prayers will not be acceptable. If a boss comes, promises you, I'll give you a job. I want to sleep with you, give you a job. Let him take his job. 
It is the beginning of major demons being introduced into your life. Your boyfriend says, if I don't sleep with you, I can't marry you. Go away. You're a foolish man. After he sleeps with you and he marries you, you'll be sleeping around. Because you've broken the foundation of trust. Are you hearing me? You are not Asana. If they taste you and you are not sweet, wouldn't you be discarded? Holiness. Eh? In our language, they will call the ladies who are not married, Akatesia, Wakatadoesie, Nazan, Wakatado. The thing no, has been covered. Wakatado. They have covered the thing. Abrentia, Katado. Akatesia, Katado. Akatesia, Wakatadoesie. My friend, Akatesia, in our language, or Yakatesia. It's a virgin. There must be virgins in the house. And if you have been divaginated from today, you must become a virgin. We must protect the rest. Oh, you're, you're, why, are you angry with me? offerings and take you home. But I know you are good people. You, you, you understand me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, please. But I beg you, please. Listen, sometimes a certain breakthrough is coming your way. The more you go and do it, all of a sudden you see that it's a sport. Oh, yes. It's sport. Sometimes even a guy wants to marry, but the moment he sleeps with you, he changes his mind. Oh, yes. I've known it. Many times. He wants to sleep. The moment he sleeps with you, his interest in you goes away. Yes. Yeah. We won't go again. We won't do it. We won't marry again. He said, oh, I love you. I love you. I gave myself to you. He said, no, no, it's okay. I've had enough. If you are cohabiting with the guy and he's sleeping with you or you are sleeping with the lady, what is, becomes the motivation for the person now to go and perform customer rights or whatever? I've been a pastor for some time. And when I'm blessing marriages, I know those who have slept and those who haven't slept. And those who slept the night before. When they come and stand there, it's like the thing is a robotic kind of. I take you today as my. No, no, sir. So all they are saying is that, Charlie, we're only doing something before people and let's go. Something to represent something. But you must, you must get to the time where you are marrying and you are going with excitement. Oh, Lord. What I've prayed for over the years, over the period. And let the man respect you. I said, let the man respect you. The second thing, three things you must observe as a servant of God. Number one is immorality, Judges chapter 16. Number two, financial corruption. Second Kings 5. Remember. Gehazi. So immorality is Samson. Eh? Samson. When Samson became immoral, what happened? His eyes were removed. Do you want your eyes to be removed? Number two. You know, financial corruption. Hmm? 
financial corruption. Please, the young people, especially the young ladies, don't go to boys' room and be eating their food. Oh. These days, they have all kinds of things. Codeine plus other things. They mix it up. They put it in your food or into your water. Before you realize, you are the one pursuing them. And then, in order to save themselves, what they do is that they will put up a camera. And they will film the thing. So that in case you get up and then later you realize that you are slept with you and you want to make a case, they will show that you are the one who was pursuing them. Yeah, that's what they are, they are doing now. Yeah. The ecstasy and other things. I don't even want to mention some names so that some things will get into people's mind. But they miss the things. The boys, they miss something. And the girls also do it. And when you, when, you, when you drink those things and go, it gives you some sexual feelings. Excitement. You become excited. And all of a sudden, you that you were holier than that, you feel like not having sex. So be careful. Don't get up and go around anytime. Say, chale food now. Food cho, cho, pa. Food cho, pa. And brothers, be careful. The places you go and eat. I've spoken. Number two, financial corruption. There are places when you eat, you will never be the same again. Eh? Financial corruption. Gehazi. At the time, listen, there's always a time where you wear some things. Where you have certain kind of cars. Don't force to have things at the time you haven't reached there. Amen? Don't compare yourself. Gehazi became leprous. Because when his master said, we are not ready to take any gift or whatever, he went behind to take the gifts. Number three, rebellion. Remember Dathan, Korah, and Abiram, number 16. Yeah, rebellion is trying to, correction upward is always rebellion. We don't wash our faces upwards. You can come up with suggestions or whatever, but you don't go. The Bible says, rebuke not an elder and treat him as a father. We don't fight fathers. We don't fight leaders. We don't, don't, don't do that. Can I have an amen? There are things that when you do, these three things, when you do, no, you, you lose anointing. A certain bad spirit will come upon you. Amen. So what are the things that we are to do? What kind of heart must, what kind of attitude must we have? Number one, heart of what? A servant. Number two, serve the Lord with what? Joy. Number three, faithfulness. Number four, be time conscious. Number five, be kingdom minded. Number six, Selflessness, number seven, diligence, number eight, obedience, number nine, willingness, and number ten, holiness. Without holiness, no one can see the Lord. And every now and then you need to go to the Lord and ask him, Lord, am I okay? Am I speaking right? Is my thinking right? Is my talking right? Amen. When the temptation is strong, just go away. Those of you who are caught in, just come out, tell you and your beloved, you say, Know this. No kissing. No petting. Know this. Anybody who, who makes a first movie, you have something to pay. And especially the ladies, you can be very helpful. Because when the man is stirred up, the woman is not yet stirred up. So, in most situations of fornication, immorality, and co, we will say that the, the, the ladies have a, a great role to play. Yeah, a great role to play. That is, if it is 
by consent. Do not give your consent. When the person is saying, hello brother, take cold water and pour it on the brother. Everything will cool down. In the name of the Lord. Yeah, in the name of the Lord. And when somebody is being persistent, slap the person, run away. Look for something to poke the eyes of the person and run for your life. Don't, don't joke around. Because you see, when the thing comes upon the men, a certain power comes on them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When the testosterone is stirred up, they must release. Yeah, I've got dogs. And when, when they are on heat, when the male is something, he won't, he won't sleep. They won't eat. They won't do anything. Hey, they are very wild. Why are you looking at me like I'm sinning? You are making me like I sin. Meanwhile, I fasted, I've prayed, and I've preached the word of the Lord unto you. Amen. But I don't know, I just feel a staring that there's something that needs to be cleaned. Because God wants to use you. We're actually on the brink of revival. Are you getting me? If you learn about the revivals and go, we are actually in a new generation. You see, most other, you see the Benny, uh, what's her name? The Billy Grahams and all of them. Their generation, they're going. It's a new generation. The leaders that you see at the cutting edge, that started from the late 70s, and the generation is about, about 30 years. Late 70s or early 80s. Now we are in 2020. Is that not it? That's about 30 years now. So there's another generation that must come up. And the generation, a revival is birthed by prayer and holiness and purity. Yeah. So what legacy? Can you people hold the baton and run with it? Don't you see Dr. Otabil's white beard? Can't you see Bishop Ajinasari's white beard? You get close to a passage of Bishop Dark when you look at it. Can't you see my own? We all started late 70s. We're part of that revival that started. Are you getting me? So it is your time to take the bait on. And we don't take the bait on in corruption, in immorality, and in love for money and self selfishness. We take it in holiness and in purity and in prayer and in dedication. That you know that you are handing over something to the next generation who will carry the thing on. Else God will blame us. And that's why I'm preaching the way I'm preaching. So that you take hold of it and you run with it. I'm finished. Let's stand to our feet. Say, Father, help me to be a good servant of yours, to be dedicated. Give me a servant's heart to live for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the living God. I commit my week into your hands. Put your hand into my hands. Yes. Lead me every step the way. Make a way for me. Put laughter in my mouth. A new song upon my tongue. If there's anybody you want to touch and you want to use, want to use. I am here. Here, touch me, anoint me, mold me, feel me, and use me in Jesus' name, amen. 
Hallelujah. Please, my preaching was not to run anybody down. So you went to the church and the way the pastor was preaching. No, I am preaching so that we will change. Amen. We will change. We're preaching that we will change. Many people pass through the church, but the church doesn't pass through them. Don't pass through the church and go to hell. Pass through the church and let the church pass through you. Let Christ pass through you so that you will know the Lord. And one day I want to serve the Lord that he will say unto me, Thou good and faithful servants, enter thou into thy rest. And I believe that God is always going to touch your life and use you in a special way. It's your time. For those of us who are young, it's our time. It's our season. It's your time. It's your season. And may you receive this anointing. Father, anoint your people. 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 Anoint your people that they will live for you and serve you in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we take our seats, if you are here and say, Preacher, I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I want him to be the king of my life. I want him to come and reside in my heart. I want to break away from certain habits which don't glorify your name. I want you to raise your right hand wherever you are. I'd like to pray with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you want Jesus to come into your heart. You want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Raise your right hand high up. I want to pray with you. Thank you. Or there are some habits that you need to break. You want to say, I don't want this kind of habits. The fact that you have those habits doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just that something has crept on you and you don't want it again. And you want the hand of God to come upon your life. I'd like to pray with you. The power of God. By the anointing, the yoke shall be destroyed. I'm anointed to break yokes. So we come and I'll pray with you right now. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Say, Father, we commit our lives into your hands. Anoint us and use us. Any habits, any attitude, any attitude in our lives, in our life, which don't glorify your name, we don't glorify. May they name. be taken away. May they be taken away. And fill me. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. And with your power. And with your power. Amen. Amen. Oh, come on, give God a hand of praise. Amen. Amen. Amen.